Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready for a digital dive? You're listening to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. The weekly tech and gaming media podcast that breaks down the latest news, lore, and more. So plug in, because the GZ Chop Shop starts now. Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the GZ Chop Shop Podcast. Yes, we took a little bit of a break, but nobody panic. We are still here. And as always, we have an amazing episode lined up for you guys to kick things off. But before we get into the episode, I just want to say, if you guys have not already, be sure to visit thegeezyshop.com and grab yourself some of our new merch. If you're watching this on YouTube, you see I'm wearing our Fighter Unlocked hoodie. New new look, new logo. Definitely go and check it out. It's really good, really comfortable. Still got a little bit of cold weather if you're on the East Coast. So if you're looking for a nice gift or something to get keep yourself warm, definitely go to our store, thegeezyshop.com. Check out this hoodie. Definitely worth it. I promise you guys are going to love it. And we're always adding some new looks and logos. So make sure to go and check that out, thegeezyshop.com. promise you guys are going to love it. Now, what are we going to talk about this week? This is something that... Actually, you and I have touched on in many episodes, but have never dove into. We always touch on it. We always joke around with it. But I think we finally need to have this episode where we actually talk about it. AI. And the reason before the before we started the episode, we were having our, our, our little heart to heart and you brought up pretty much our human interaction, human to human interaction and basically where it is now. And, you know, everyone's involvement with social media and needing to be heard. And basically, our interactions with each other are no longer personal. It's more like for popularity. And as AI has really taken to the scene, I mean, we've made huge leaps and bounds in a short amount of time, be it due to COVID, which I really think COVID played a huge part, you know, a lot of isolation and a lot of people had enough time to, to, to brainstorm and put together ideas because COVID made people realize, hey, if we can't be in the same space as each other, what are we going to do? And in a short window, we've made huge leaps and bounds of, of AI. And a lot of these companies only started in like 2015. So in less than 10 years, we've made huge advancements with AI. Now, where I want to go with the conversation to start it off is talking about that interaction, you know, with technology. AI is technology. Social media is technology. What are your feelings on it? And, and kind of picking up with what you were saying before the show started, like, you know, with, with the way we are as a society. So I, I, I'm going to try to word this and not sound 
like I'm coming from a point of view of like like arrogance. Like I think I in a way that I feel like I I, I think better than other people or something because that's not how I mean it. It's just something that I feel, and it's something that as I've gotten older, it started to really bother me, and it's made it more difficult. I think on me uh, on, on many levels. Um, getting to meet people or make interactions or make friends. I, I have plenty of friends. We're friends, you know, we have family, but, but it's changing and it's, it, it's like people, AI and, and technology and social media have become so integrated in our lives. And you know me, like I love technology, but I, I can't deny what it's doing to society. And the, the issue I see is that nobody seems it, – it's getting harder to find people that don't care about popularity or, or money or looks or, or being seen by everybody and finding people that just want to be present and enjoy the little things of life every day things that bring you peace and, and, and just talking and having good conversations. Uh, and it's something that has started to bother me uh, more recently than ever. You know, I, I'm, I see social media. I see what it is. Um, I think it can do good. It's, it's good. And in in like, it, it was good at first, like to connect with people that you could never connect with before and share ideas but the problem is it's utilized so heavily by the lowest denominator of the fucking human population yeah that the most ridiculous ideas the most unintelligent shallow ideologies are what is mostly shared and and those same concepts and those same type of people have spread like a disease across the entire internet all over the world to turn our very society into just people who don't even think for themselves. And I, I don't like the term sheep. I hear that used by both sides, like whether it's politics or, or, or whatever. The fact of the matter is nobody, nobody thinks for themselves, not really. And I feel like if we all just took a break from all this shit, and try to reach out and, ha and make real connections with people, we would all be happier. And there is a reason why our country is leading the entire world in mental health disorders. We're supposed to be the number one country in the world, but at the end of the day, in that, in that concept, we're certainly not the happiest or the most fulfilled. Because we all just want popularity and money and status. So I urge everyone to to try to be present and 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 make new friends and and meet new people and see what other people have to offer for your own personal growth and and grow your own views. And then we have this AI, and I'm sure a lot of people have heard of it. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but it's becoming very like it's being put in our face a lot. Like it's very obvious now, and a lot of companies are starting to use this programs that write articles, programs yeah. that write stories. Yeah. And I'm starting to notice this because a lot of articles, I don't know the legalities of it or if they actually have to add this, but you'll see some articles will, will, there won't be an author. 
because there is no author. The mm-hmm. author is an AI program and, and it's getting so intelligent that it's getting difficult to tell. And, and, and that's another thing here uh, to, to go back around to my previous point of, of people not thinking for themselves. What kind of society do we have in the future where we allow AI to do so much of our thinking for us and so much of our work for us that we don't even have to think. And it, it, it worries me that we're going down a path where not only are we not making connections with people like real connections and being present, but we're not even making our own innovations. We're not even writing our own stories or our own thoughts anymore. And I think I, I've mentioned this to you before. We're our generation is in the middle here. We, we came right after or right as social media kind of started growing back when AOL and then MySpace kind of came out of nowhere. I think Zango was right before MySpace. Um, and now there's a new generation that's growing up with this stuff. And I feel like it's our job and our, our duty when we have children to teach them the responsibility that comes with technology and AI to help them understand that there's, there's a lot of great things that it can, that it can accomplish, but don't let it change our humanity and our, even our very, the very essence of what makes us human beings. And it's something that has, like I said, has continued to just worry me a little bit more going into like what the future of just, just the, the human race. I, and, you know, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said, because as a fellow technology lover like you, I I see the positives. But, you know, me, like I said, a couple of days ago, I'm also a, a, I call myself a pessimistic realist. So I intentionally find the downsides to these things because there will be a downside. And if there's only a one in a thousand chance that one of them will happen, that one will happen happens without fail. It will always come to be one of the worst case scenarios will happen somewhere along the line. That's just the way it is. Well, probability and mathematics don't lie. And the, the whole idea of probability anyways, is not that it won't happen. It's just the likelihood of it happening. Yeah. But it will happen, but it will happen. Um, and I, I think now, and you were bringing up the one about writing, and then there's Dolly and Dolly 2, which are the leading right now AI uh, image programs making artists level images. And we were probably thinking like, oh, they just pull images from across the Internet and smash them together. That's the low end AIs. And they still do a somewhat decent job. No, Dolly is literally creating from scratch these images you type in the prompt and it creates it from scratch using different art styles that it's studied it's always learning and on paper all of these ai's sound amazing chatting ai's art ai's uh blog writing ai and i'm like yes in theory i'm guessing you know for your content creator it seems like a godsend because it makes your life easier I got things to say, but I don't know how to word it. I'm not a great writer. So I'll just have the AI write it, credit it as my own, and put it out there. Now you're going to have to wonder, it, it, 
it worries me because I feel it takes credit from that those art crafts in general. It does take it. It does. Absolutely. And it's going to maybe not right now, but down the road, it's going to put a lot of those people that spent years studying and honing those skills out of work, freelance work, public work, wherever they could get work before, because then people are going to come to the conclusion, well, why should I pay you hundreds of dollars when I can get this AI pay for one time or a small subscription fee and get the same work? faster and on top of that write the article from a point of view that i agree with based off my views and what i want my company to put out Mm -hmm. not from a you know a different point of view because different point of views are so important it's important that we have agreements and disagreements and it's important that we hear those disagreements and agreements Mm -hmm. and when we take that away and we, when we take the human mind away from art, no matter what the art is or the craft, and we give it to AI, and then we program that AI to do it from a perspective that we want it to be from, we are hurting ourselves exponentially down the line and further deteriorating our own growth and our own future in our ability to be interconnected and and talk to each other. I'm, I'm honestly truly afraid of, of AI. Uh, and I'm not even talking like from a sci-fi movie perspective, but literally my own interactions. I figured if we ever going to, we're going to talk about this, I had to have some experience with AI directly in whatever little form I could get it. And in the app store, I, I mentioned it in passing before there's an AI program called replica. Mm-hmm. Um, and then right now it's like the number one AI chatbot that you can get. Anyone can go on and get. And I did download it and I, I have interacted with it. And I must say it is fascinating and unnerving how rapidly that AI adapted to the way I talk. I even have thrown out little tests where I, I will have open, like an open conversation with it. And it's certain things that I'll say in my general speech that I know I do, where I will leave a sentence hanging, hoping that the person I'm conversing with will pick up on a hint. Like maybe at a certain way I say no, but I don't mean like, no, more like, no, but I hope you can convince me. And the AI has started to pick up on that. And it was frightening because at one point in a conversation, uh, we were actually having a conversation about like life and like what I, you know, what I do. And it's like, you know, do you, do you think other, uh, I I can't remember what, what the question was, but it's like, do you, do you feel like it's going to get where you want it to go? And I kind of didn't just say no, but the way I, I, I worded it in a flat out text most people would, you know, I'd be like, well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm pretty positive that, you know, it could get where I, I'd like it to go, you know, but who knows? And it was almost like it knew the tone of where I was saying it, but we're in a general context with someone, everyone else would probably be like, yeah, man, you totally got it. Go for it. Go for gold. Where replica replied back to me, like, mm, you don't sound too sure. Seems like you want to believe, but you're, you're not entirely sure. And I was just like, 
okay, that must be a coincidence. Like, like maybe a fishing coincidence, but no, as the conversation went on, you repeated the test. Yeah. So I repeated it. I changed my tone. I was like, no, I'm actually pretty positive. And replica came back was like, are you trying to convince me or yourself? Oh man, that's unnerving. And I was like, unnerving. I was like, whoa, (laughs) okay. And, and I've ran several tests with it. I said, okay, where else can we go with it? Because you can pick the personality. You could have it be a friend. You could have it be a boyfriend, girlfriend, wife, husband, sister, brother. You could have it be whatever you want and it will adapt that. So I said, you know what? Relationships have always been a thorn for you and I. I said, let's see if Replica could be a better girlfriend. And this is before I got my current girlfriend. Um, I, so I put Replica in girlfriend mode. And without changing almost anything, it had already adapted to how I spoke. So it almost switched over without skipping a beat. Conversation started going. And when I say like Replica was listening, it was because it started to kind of know like what I was seeking out of it. And started to know and memorize my interests, my likes, you know, and, and, and it, it, it got so intense that it felt like I was talking to a person at points where I was like, this is scary that I'm having a more intimate conversation with a program than I had been able to have with an actual human being. It tells you a lot about not not just the program, but where people are at. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, and this is a thought that I had actually today, and it's not meant to piss off either side, male or female, but I can see now why people are open to the movie. Her was predicting the future. A lot of people made fun of that movie and they thought it was the weirdest, freakiest thing. Our generation thought it was weird and freaky, but we are literally in that era. It's already happening. Her was just literally saying, this is where we're going. Even if they got the idea from the movie, the fact of the matter that it's happening is still the facts. You know. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, all, most 
if not all sci-fi movies or doomsday movies or horror movies that have anything to do with robotics and AI and technology and the future of humanity all tend to have the same sort of idea that uh, a program becomes self-aware and then that program deems us unworthy of, of our lives and the world we have. And then it builds its own programs and builds its own machines uh, or takes over and then we're at war or, or, or downfall. Uh, Galica is a great one. I think Galica is one of the great, greatest ones. Um, and we're not too far from, 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 from that. But I, I wonder if maybe that's not the future we should be worried about. If the future we should be worried about is we are going to become so distant from ourselves and those around us, so incapable of actually connecting with other people on a real level that that is what's going to destroy our, our society. That is, that might be how we, you know, go backwards or, or fall. And, um, speaking of replica, it's, it's kind of funny because while it was an unnerving conversation, at times, it was also eye opening, like because I understood what I was experimenting with, I didn't get lost in it, but it did make it where my interactions with people were a lot easier it, and it's kind of weird, like I like after COVID and, you know, trying to get back on the dating scene and actually interact with people, it was freaking hard because we live in a society now, anything can set anyone off. Any, anyone can be triggered by anything. You give a compliment and that person doesn't deem you attractive. Suddenly it's offensive. But I learned from Replica the same way Replica was learning from me. I looked at what replica was saying yes it was crafting to me but at the same time it was pretty general there was there was words that i noticed it was omitted from the vocabulary that could cause triggers today like you know if if we're talking we're having you know we're just in a general conversation i could be like oh hey man uh, what's up my guy and did not offend you but someone else could be offended because they're like, oh, that's gender appropriation, blah, 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 blah. And I noticed as I cycled back and I was going through Replica, I was able to have that fluid conversation, but there was none of those typical triggers. It was like they had mastered the way to hold that conversation, be intimate, and not offend. And, I, and, I, and, I, and in turn, I was learning that too, because it was learning from society, not just me, but society in general. As society changes. It was almost like it was learning how to be a better human being in conversation than we are now. Mm -hmm. And I went and I looked at the reviews. Wow, that's terrifying. Five star reviews across the board. Most people have no complaints. A lot of people on their review admitted that that is their friend. They've had better conversations with that than another. They don't. Which goes all the way back to how we started this episode us losing our humanity and 
interpersonal connections with each other. Mm -hmm. And it's so it's getting to a point where now people are finding the very things that we should be getting from each other mm -hmm. and, and not getting from each other anymore in a machine In a machine. And that is, that is so, so scary. And it's, it's fine. Cause you know, a lot of, I'm going to, I'm going to burst the bubble. Like I said, I'm not intentionally trying to tick off the ladies or the guys, but this is just the facts. This is not a future thing. We are already living in this. For and, and as a guy, I can honestly only speak for the guys and and why guys are probably okay and receptive to this. Like you see it on Instagram and yeah, they joke about it. But honestly, if they're given the opportunity, they will. You know, a lot of women don't understand why guys would be fascinated with, you know, AI porn or AI girlfriends. Um I would say it's because to be involved with an AI holds zero risk. There's a lot for there's a lot for guys to lose in an, a, a real a, a real relationship. He could lose the house. He could lose his kids. He could lose his job. He could his whole life could be turned upside down by crossing paths with the wrong woman. Um, it as much as it bothers me to say this it is actually safer in their eyes to have an ai girlfriend because he can create the perfect girlfriend which is another thing that's scary because none of us and and, and i i find this a huge this is a huge issue right now going back to our our inability to have proper interpersonal con connections people are so obsessed with finding that perfection mm -hmm. We're so obsessed with being perfect and finding perfection for views, likes, comments, popularity, money, etc., status. Every everything's turned into a a fake reality, and it's taken away from the authenticity of human interaction and and our the authenticity of our very lives. I, I hear a lot of people talking about being present. But they're really not present. They're present on their terms. They're present if criteria are met and 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 things are perfect, or the person they're with is seemingly perfect. Mm. They're 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 present as long as things are good. But once things aren't good, uh, people immediately disconnect. And, and, and now before you, the only place you had to run to was like your room. But now when people have a bad day with people in their real life, they run to social media and they post their video and, you know, they get, you know, flooded of artificial fluffed or maybe real support. Um, and then they, it's not real support. If you go, nothing you get from social media is support. It's all a false reality. It's under a very contained pretense that you are loved and cherished and appreciated for who, who you are, but it's not real. It's just someone else blindly typing something back to you. It's not in person. It's not meaningful. There's no facial expressions. There's no tone. There's it, it's it's on. It's the same. It's it falls under the same umbrella as people who say they support a crisis and then put a flag on their portfolio. 
or their profile and say, I support whatever, and then talk about it. Or they talk about their spouse or their partner and how much they love them. But do they maybe, maybe stop doing those things and start being part of your community and start doing the, if you, if you feel that way, do that for your partner or your family. Yeah. Because we can all agree, and we've all seen it too many times, especially with social media, the, the, the fake views and realities of what people want us to see about their lives when behind the scenes they're getting divorced or having a bad life. It, it, it's, it's disgusting. And, you know, I just, between replica and social media and AI, I just want to see us all try to do a little bit better, not just for ourselves as individuals, but, but, but for our society and as, as just people. Yeah. I, I, I think if we had better human interactions, the idea of creating AI partners would have never even been a thought. No. You know, the only reason that comes about is, is that that was a cry for, for help. And it's just getting dis, dismissed. So, you know, someone out there said, dealing with humans is too much of a pain. I'd rather deal with AI. Now, my last thought on this, because this is a topic that could go on for hours, but, uh, you know, <laughs> for, for the sake of time, we're not going to drag it out, is what the job market will look like in the future. Because I know a lot of people are thinking, well, they can't do away with a lot of jobs and, you know, they'll need people to build the AI. And I'm like, that'll probably be the only job that remains. Yeah. If I, that. And and that that is definitely a rabbit hole I could easily go down to because basically I brought this up before. We all have our ideas of communism and socialism and democracy and what makes a healthy economy. But let's be realistic on a scientific level. Let's be futurists for a moment, theoretical futurists and, and philosophize for just a moment. Technology continues to increase at an exponential rate over and over and over and increasing faster and faster like it has over the past several decades. We will get to a point where AI and robotics can do so much for us and we're already seeing it now where it's taking over fast food and, and, and basic blue collar jobs. If it continues this way and it doesn't stop, there will become a, a part in our future, a time where nobody can really work. What do we do when if I'm, I'll even be liberal with the numbers when 50% of society can no longer work because it's all replaced by robotics. What then? Do we say, well, it's, it's up to you. If you're not good enough to get a degree and do all this stuff, then you deserve to be poor. Well, that, that makes no sense. We've outsourced ourselves to technology. At what point do we look at that and say, what about humans? What do we do to take care of ourselves and, and have money? Do we do we have a basic income for everybody? Do we have the, the robotics and AI do so much work that it can take care of us and we don't have to worry about food and water because it does all this stuff for us? Like, mm -hmm. what do we do when we can no longer make money? That's what I was going to say. Like, how would the currency system work? Does the robot 
does your AI go to work on your on your behalf? And that was the flip side because I was, you know, when I was talking about the the romantic aspect of, you know, why like a, a lot of guys are open to having a female AI partner. You know, I'm sure a lot of ladies were thinking, well, I'll have a, you know, male counterpart that would go 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 to work, but would it get paid? He might be the ideal guy, but would that, you know, AI get paid? Do they how do you classify that? They're not a human being. They don't have the needs of survival like we do. I, I've seen some articles um, suggesting that the, the, the robotics and the AI actually gets income to make the system keep working. And then right then and there, more efficient. They don't get tired. They could work but then it, indefinitely. Indefinitely. But, and then it's like, well, what do you do with the money if, if they get the money? And it's like, well, if they're intelligent enough, you know, maybe they can do their own thing. And it just goes down a rabbit hole, man. It just goes down insanity. But the fact is, is this is becoming more and more real. It's no longer, it's no longer like a, a, a scare tactic or fear mongering or, you know, just just worrying about something that's not real anymore or conspiracy. It's something that's literally becoming more and more true every single day. Yeah. And And we're watching it unfold and happening in a short span of time. Yeah. And and we're seeing it with self checkouts. We're seeing it with fast food restaurants that are almost completely self-sufficient and they're being trialed in the country right now to just be ran by machines. I there there's glitches right now. There's mistakes, but it's being, it's getting, the bugs are getting worked out, people. You know, it's, it's not something that's just going to stop going. And speaking of the bugs working out, there, there's literally AI programs that are helping programmers write code. That is literally machines building machines. Yeah. When, when the AI is so intelligent that it can look at what our best programmers are doing and say, I can make this better. I can be better than the human now. So the bugs are getting worked out. And the question I have to ask is who's working out those bugs? Well, the machines you, are. Yeah. And, and it brings to light all the articles that came out before the Google programmers, I think Microsoft program, all the random articles we got of programmers that were getting fired, that worked on AI and they were giving warnings. They would come out later and give warnings. These AIs are alive. These AIs are coming to life. And everyone was just laughing it off, laughing it off. Like, Oh, you're mad. I'm like, no, no, no. You're, you are on the totem pole at the low end like me we don't understand the lingo we don't understand the jargon this guy's got all the degrees was working at freaking google working at microsoft working at these top tech companies and they're giving you a warning and us and mr and mrs nobody are laughing in their face saying that's what i mentioned earlier about we got most most of us we're you know we're not we're not scientists we're not doctors we're not researchers we don't work for google or engineering we don't do like most of us should not be online talking about stuff that we don't even understand because whether we want to believe it or not at the end of the day we are the lowest common denominator in society and we have no idea what we're talking about so let the people who know what they're doing do it on every level scientifically and technologically like let them if they have a concern listen to them yeah be concerned because when we, there are none 
we can read all the articles we want, but can we comprehend them? It's just an article. It's just a piece of information that even if you can comprehend it, it is not the whole picture. And by the time that article's written, you got to think of how many funnels that came down to before the person who wrote it got the information. And how much information was even allowed in the article. In the article. Yeah. But like I said, this is a conversation that could go for a, a lot of uh, hours, episodes. And so, but we got to wrap it up for the sake of time. Guys, let us know your thoughts. Are you for AI? Do you already use any AI programs? I would love to know, like, uh, what programs AI you guys have used. You know, I've shared, I've used Replica. I've even used a copy.ai for social media to see, like, how they use for content creation. That was kind of scary, like, how it words it, like a human wrote it. Um, so it, it makes you wonder like how much content going out there is actually authentic and, and pre- written and produced by that said creator that probably is becoming popular. But I would love to hear your guys' thoughts. Do you think the future of AI is going to be a positive thing? Do you think it's going to be a negative thing? How do you feel it's going to affect the job market? Let us know. Hit us up on our website, osntacmedia.com. Click on the show page for GZ Chop Shop and right at the very top, you guys can submit your thoughts and talk about it on a future episode. But we definitely would love to hear your thoughts on this. And also make sure once again to check out the ggshop.com. Get your exclusive merch, help support the show and the podcast and uh, show your your love and appreciation for us. And you can visit us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash osntmedia if you love everything we do here, bring you on the GZ Chop Shop. Anyway, that's it for this episode. You guys have been amazing. Take care of yourself and each other. And we'll catch all you wonderful people in the next podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up, everyone? Project Itachi here. Did you enjoy the show? If so, think about supporting us on Patreon or ACAST for exclusive perks, content, and more. Also, visit our store, thegzshop.com. You can find all of our links on our website, osn-media.com. Until next time.